Greetings and welcome to Unsupervised Learning. I'm Daniel Meisler, and this show explores the topics of security, technology, society, and human meaning. Every Monday, there's a news and analysis episode that curates tens of hours of reading into a concise 15-minute summary, as well as regular episodes featuring essays, interviews, and book reviews on these same topics. The goal is to provide a weekly, concise, and curated update on the most interesting things happening in the world, and to explore ideas that give you something to think about and prepare you for what's coming next. All right, bit of an abridged episode this week due to Black Hat DEFCON. Hope you either avoided getting sick from Hacker Camp last week or that you're getting through it okay. Starting off with security news. MailChimp had a breach that exposed DigitalOcean email addresses, causing DigitalOcean to change email providers. MailChimp told Bleeping Computer that 214 accounts were compromised through phishing and social engineering. Oracle says it's now monitoring TikTok's algorithms and looking for indications that pro-Chinese content is being promoted unfairly. In June, they said they moved U.S. traffic to Oracle servers, and this continues the company's campaign to convince U.S. lawmakers and users that the platform is safe from Chinese influence campaigns. 18 tech and cybersecurity companies co-launched a proposed standard for sharing cybersecurity information called the Open Cybersecurity Schema Framework, or the OCSF. And the goal is to standardize things like alerts and logs from various tools and to help streamline data pipeline creation for training AI models. Primary participants include Amazon, Splunk, IBM, CrowdStrike, Rapid7, Palo Alto, and Cloudflare. Apple is pushing its passkey technology in iOS 16 which is essentially a non-fishable password replacement that uses Face ID or Touch ID to authenticate using public key cryptography. And it's based around FIDO2. The idea is that weak passwords, credential stuffing, and phishing are some of the worst problems facing users. And passkeys remove the problem by eliminating passwords altogether, essentially. And it's also one step instead of two. You basically pick your username and it signs you in with your face or your finger. There's a separate process if you're not on an Apple device. But I can't wait for this to propagate across the internet. I hope it happens quickly. Microsoft had its patch Tuesday with 17 criticals and one O-Day being exploited in the wild. And SAP business objects had some high vulnerabilities, including information disclosure. And Palo Alto Networks had a PanOS update at level high, including the ability to do reflected DOS against other people. Benchmark your cloud configuration in minutes with Jupyter One. See how your configuration compares against CIS Foundation's benchmarks in just a few clicks. Once your cloud provider is integrated with Jupyter One, this framework is automatically imported based on which cloud provider you use, giving you greater understanding of how to improve your configuration and security posture. Get started with your free account today at jupiterone.com slash unsupervised learning. Technology news. Google and Facebook are strengthening their language on people who are employed, but they say are not working hard. While back Zuckerberg said on a call that a bunch of people probably shouldn't be there and that he was looking for them to self-select themselves out the door, essentially. Pachai of Google recently said much the same, 
saying he was looking for, quote, more hunger from employees. Meanwhile, Apple said they're starting three days a week in the office, I believe beginning in September. Seems like an identical message from the manga companies. Work harder or GTFO. Human news. Teen use of Facebook has fallen from 71% in 2015 to 32% in 2022. YouTube still dominates at 95%, with TikTok coming in at 67%, followed by Instagram and Snapchat. Rich people in the U.S. are moving to Florida at four times the rate of any other state. It, along with Texas, is one of two states with no state income tax. And the list of top 10 migration states was glaringly Republican. So it's natural to wonder how much of the trend is taxation-based. And a new study showed it was easier to grow bicep size and strength. This is generic for muscles, but particular study was on biceps. Um, doing short daily lifts rather than longer lifts twice a week. Actually going to adjust my routine based on this. Content ideas and analysis. Creativity comes from idleness, my new short piece on why showers and walks produce creativity. GBT titles. I just read an excellent post about creating viral blog post titles using GPT-3. And I tried one of the suggested prompts, and it was remarkably good. I mean, it gave me six blog titles. Actually, for the, for the previous one, creativity comes from idleness. I didn't use any of them. I just stuck with that one. But it gave me six that did look more viral and more, they struck me as being kind of clickbaity, so didn't use any of them, but they were quite good. They're the types of things that you would expect to see on Hacker News or whatever. So just like with most things, GPT-3, it was uh, really impressive and a bit frightening. We're getting close to the point where we'll be able to pitch an idea to GPT-3 with a little bit of content and have it basically, well, G. GPT-N, really, but future versions as well. And it can write the title, and it can write the blog post itself and probably even tell you when to post it. And uh, at that point, it will be the battle of the content AI farms, and we'll need new models to try to detect whether something was written by a human or not, if anyone even cares about that. Hacker spreader events. Sounds like Black Hat DEF CON is shaping up to be another super spreader event. Not sure what the official threshold is there, but according to the ANIC data on Twitter, there are a lot of cases kicking in right now. A lot of people coming back, posting their you know, positive tests. And I'm wondering how is it that our industry is so bad at risk management? Or is it a knowledge problem and not a risk management problem? Or is it a social isolation problem? Or is it business? Or is it all of them? I have friends in sales who have been basically told to get out there and have those in-person meetings in Vegas. And that if they want to prioritize their health, they should also prioritize not working there. And for much of the hacker community, I think it comes down to the community itself. In short, we're starved for human connection. And if COVID isn't going to kill me, it's probably worth getting once or seven times. I'm not sure what the cocktail of reasons exactly are. And they're different for everyone, but I can't wait for this to be a common cold thing. Assuming we get to that point. Maybe we just mask up most of the time at conferences from now on because of COVID. 
also because of con flu or actual flu or whatever else. Just can't wait until we could just vaccinate, mask, and go about our lives without facing potential long-term risks. Really looking forward to that. Notes, it was great seeing so many people last week at, at the conference. I mostly stayed outside, and hopefully that'll keep me from getting the funk again, but who knows. One thing I do know is that a lot of hackers, despite their reputations, really need to see their friends. Curiosity is contagious as well, and many in our community love to be amongst our own, in person, sharing what we've been working on. And like I said before, I can't wait till it's more safe to do that. Had a lot of fun speaking at the Black Hat CISO Summit on Tuesday, which is the whole reason I went out. I, I stayed to see friends, but I went out to do this talk. I spoke about the vulnerability management program we've been building at Robinhood, and the talk was enthusiastically received. Lots of follow-up conversations to be had in the next couple of weeks. And last Tuesday morning, I got barraged by multiple people telling me that I was just mentioned in the Black Hat keynote. Apparently, Chris Krebs had a quote in there for me from uh, my piece, Why Software Remains Insecure. I said, uh, basically, software remains insecure because the benefits of making insecure products far outweigh the downsides. Once that changes, software security will improve, but not a moment before. Very cool of Chris to put that in. And uh, he and I talked about him using the quote, but I didn't realize it was for the Black Hat keynote. Very cool and appreciated. It was also super great to hang out with uh, Mugwump Jones at uh, Hacker Camp. Such a sharp and creative mind. Our conversations are always so fun across multiple topics, and you should never miss an opportunity to hang out and chat with her. Discovery, Recon, WTFIS, a command line tool that gathers information about a domain or FQDN using various OSINT services. And unlike other tools, it's built to look very nice. It's built for human consumption. Works off Risk IQ and Virus Total, and I think um, IP Who is are the three APIs it uses. And you got to be careful with the limits on this one, but um, yeah, really, really attractive tool. AppSec Stride to ASVS, a mapping between the Stride Threat Modeling Framework and the ASVS Assessment Methodology. Scanbox, a collection of security scanners across ten different categories. Bluehound an open source tool that combines permissions data, network access, and vulnerability data to visualize the paths an attacker might take to pivot within your network. Kind of reminds me of this tool that used to exist called Skybox. And Offsec Azure Workshop. This is a vulnerable by design Azure lab containing two attack paths with common misconfigurations. These vulnerabilities are intended to represent those found in live production environments and the attack vectors are intended to be as realistic as possible to real threat actor TTPs. Got a Black Hat DEF CON roundup here. An autonomous reputation system. How I wish I could organize my thoughts. Replacing your blog's images with dolly generated pictures. Seven things I learned doing stand-up comedy. That was brilliant. SSH tips and tricks, two of my favorite were SSHing into TMUX directly and using a YubiKey. 
ML interview questions, the power of hugs in anime. This is a New York Times visualization piece. Just fantastic. And maybe having lots of unread books keeps you humble. The recommendation for the week, don't let anyone tell you what your risk posture should be. Just make sure you have one. Do your best to make sure you have a model of the risk and that when you expose yourself to danger, you're doing so in a calculated and somewhat measurable way. The trick is knowing what's worth it to you, being deliberate about the risk trade-offs that you're making. In the aphorism for the week, don't walk behind me, I may not lead. Don't walk in front of me, I may not follow. Just walk beside me and be my friend. Don't walk behind me, I may not lead. Don't walk in front of me, I may not follow. Just walk beside me and be my friend. Albert Camus. Unsupervised Learning is produced and edited by Daniel Meisler on a U87 AI microphone using Hindenburg. Intro and outro music is by Zombie, with a Y. And to get the text and links from this episode, sign up for the newsletter version of the show at danielmeisler.com slash newsletter. We'll see you next time.